Evening. We took your time. I like I pressed record about an hour ago. The, Still the in best, shock. The best songs have a bit of a build-up though, don't they? Before the uh, before you have the first lyric. Not, si- not absolute silence though. There's actually some music that comes in first. I don't know. Oh, okay. Hang <laughs> on a minute. You come waltzing back in. You've not bothered most of the season. Um, Andrew, you, you're back. Well, he knows he's got to go big, doesn't he? Because his place is in massive jeopardy. This is the equivalent of getting brought on and just coming, crunching tackle straight on, calling you a pillock. But welcome back, Andrew. Thank you. I've even I've even opened up my first bottle of beer, a can of beer, since December the 30th. There's a, there's a bit of a celebration. So, all the best. Cheers. Nice seeing you. Bye. And you. See you later. <laughs> I did say to, uh, to to Kate, who was in the room, actually, because uh, I think she was thinking you just wouldn't turn up and she might come on again. But uh, she, 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 she said she's not just coming on when you don't feel like it. She's either a regular or not at all, which is fair enough. Uh, well, it's a club, isn't it? It's not just three of us or two of you. It's whoever wants to join. It's, it's the, the way of life. The- it, no, it's the Tufty Club. It's yeah. Anyone that's listening to it is yeah. is a Tufty Clubber. We'll send the badges out. I don't, I don't feel any pressure from Kate. Kate's a friend. Bring her on. Come on. Come on, Kate. Hiya. <laughs> Get her off. <laughs> even worse to be honest, intro. <laughs> to be honest, I felt awful all week when I heard Kate perform so well. I thought, oh God, I need to come on tonight. But now uh, you've made on. a good start Bye anyway. On. Well done, lad. Yeah. Uh, you're not still not drinking, are you, Mark? Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've just seen, I'm just seeing how it goes. Um, you said you, you made some bold claim about you weren't going to drink until Easter or something. So I thought I might try another month. I've seen a few people going for it. It's only, it's only four weeks, February, isn't it? So I thought I might try another month. Good work. Thanks. Good, good to hear. It's all right. Um, yeah, so um, we normally talk about the weeks, but we, it seems like we were talking like a couple of days ago because it, it was only a couple of days ago. Um, so not really lots of time. We've had a, we had a big dollop in of snow uh, in Sheffield, uh, haven't we, Andrew? Yeah, this morning. You know, when they when they forecast it, they say, oh, you're going to get a lot of snow. I used to think as a kid, bollocks, we're not going to get any. When I woke up this morning, it was big, big snow, weren't it? Big. I knew I knew something had happened because I had about sixty messages on my WhatsApp, like work chats and stuff. Thought, so, what's gone off here? And I just because it's one of my days I don't go in. Uh, I work from home, and I just obviously drew the curtains open, and that blinding bright white light. I think the problem you've got now that remote working's embedded into the, the national consciousness. It's you're not going to have snow days anymore, are you? You know when you used to think, oh, I'll go a day off today. But... Unbelievable! This it's like. It's like Michael Fish and Jeremy Vine all rolled into one, isn't he? It's like, well, it's you, you remember, you, you remember when we were at comp, you used to listen to the local radio station to see which schools yeah. were closed, weren't you? And, and mine at Wickerslet never, ever closed. No, mine. Well, ours didn't. Wales Comp never closed. They'd be, they'd be running through them all. And Dennington Comprehensive. And they're doing them in alphabetical order. Wales last. Wickersley last as well, I guess. And they're just yeah. going through them all. Oh, yeah. Dino shut. Dino shut. We've got to be shut. But they're still ploughing through them. And then yeah. they get to end. And then the last one they mention is Wath. And then you're like, where's ours? It's like you're going in. Get Wingfield, out. mate. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. 
But uh, no, it's interesting though, because um, we get like, we know what our kids are going online and stuff. We have an idea of their level of engagement with this homeschool in Malarkey. Uh, I tell you what, engagement dropped off uh, dropped off today uh, somewhat. A lot of kids had not logged on at all. Just, just thought, sod that. Fair play to them. Yeah, I'd have done the same. Yeah. So uh, we had the transfer deadline day, but I, I've got to admit, I mean, I think it's a load of garbage. And I, I saw a bit of it with Jim White and uh, they had Harry Redknapp on. He was like, and it was just excruciating to watch some of the some of the stuff they were they were saying. Um, but obviously, nothing really happened at, at all. We saw a couple of goalies go out. Um, any words about Michael Verrips' contribution for United uh, lads? Yeah. I can't even. I can't even remember. It, apparently, he played forty minutes for us, but I can't. I didn't even know that happened. He, he played against Barnet, was it? Or was oh yeah, we're there. It, uh, no, we, Anderson Filed. went off injured, didn't he, or something? Is that right? Filed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, there was rumours with Lease going to uh, Moscow. Well. Yeah, I think he'd do well to leave. You know, I don't think he enjoys <laughs> it particularly over here, does he? Get his yeah. boat over yeah. with his pirate ship. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine he'd take well to the weather. He's uh, Lambo over there in the uh, snow and the cold weather. Yeah, he managed to slide it sideways in reasonable weather, didn't he? So he wouldn't be too smart over there, allegedly. Kieran Freeman, it's a bit of a shame. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's not sort of kicked on because he was, he was a useful player for his last season, weren't he, at times? But yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Andy now. Just it can walk plank for me. As you say yeah. about Kieran, Kieran Freeman, uh, that was a bit of a, an odd one. He was only at Swindon for about a week, weren't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Why did he go to Swindon? Did he even play for them? I don't think so. Just to get but, fit, I think. He might have played once, twice, I think. But yeah, obviously he's got a fee for him as well. He said undisclosed fee. They actually sold it. It's good wheel of dealing, isn't it? It's like it's like something off a David um, Dickinson program. Hey, I picked this. <laughs> I picked. It's just more like Jimmy Savile. I don't know what that was. <laughs> now then, now then, I've picked up this this little boy for free, and oh, move on. Banned <laughs> again. It made some good money from him anyway. Yeah, we we got our first Twitter ban this week, which is some idiot uh, who, who was on our Twitter account managed to post some Premier League action. Uh, <laughs> can you believe they did this? They they uh, uh, put copied in that at Premier League. I mean, what a what a fool! Yeah, you are. Aren't you got a ban. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's street cred, isn't it? Street cred getting a ban. We were banned for literally as long as it took me to to. I, I was on at the time we got the ban through. I was just I just picked the phone up and I was just scroll literally scrolling through Twitter and it popped up like some sort of. I thought it were like a, some scam at first. You basically your account is suspended. You're out of here. It says you, you you've posted something against copyright, and I thought, surely, surely Granada TV ain't come after me for that bullseye image I used. <laughs> like, wild as ever on Jim Bowen. Um, they've got to have let that go. Really, I thought so. it was uh, Michael. Yeah, it, uh, it was Michael Jackson's record company. It could have been your oh, yeah. clip as well. Yeah, exactly. So I, I yeah, I assumed it was one of them. Uh, what's going on here? And it says we want you to review um, terms and conditions. So you, you click through it, and then it says, "Oh, you're back again." And uh, so, so that were it. We were banned for about two minutes. So that were that was the extent of our street cred call of um, B 
being bad boys of Twitter. I apologise. Uh, I thought I'd hashtagged him. I'm not sure whether that'd have been all right, but uh, it was a funny clip as well. It's a shame the wider audience didn't see it. Jim, speaking of Jim Bowie, he's always one of those celebrities. I'm not sure whether he's dead or not. Well, I, I don't think... I, is, I've got this... I, I've invented a game, and I've, I'm sort of showing my hand here in case I ever have to do a quiz, which is dead, alive, or in jail. Which obviously you're alive and in jail, but you know what I mean. One's free. It used to be dead or alive, and it used to be people like Jim Bowen, Bernard Matthews, just people who you're not quite sure if they're around or. Bowen went a couple of years ago. Did Only because you're on Google. <laughs> no, you, you can tell I'm when he's gone on. You can tell when he's gone on Wikipedia because his picture starts getting choppy on Zoom. It's it's a dead giveaway with his internet connection. Oh, no, no, everybody knows he died on the 14th of March 2018. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's, that's a good call, actually, Andrew. He, he would slot straight into dead or alive or in jail. Good man. I don't think. Well, uh, Has- what do you think Has- to the game? <laughs> well, not finished yet. I was going to say, I don't think Hasbro are going to be uh, sort of uh, wor- worried. <laughs> Just wait until I market it. It's all in the marketing. Um, oh, the game is a game. Good game. <laughs> good game. Good game. Is he alive? No, he's not. Uh, we normally start with the uh, teams, don't we? I don't think there's any surprises that he brought the, the old guard in back up front, Sharp and uh, McGoldrick. I, I I actually, yeah, no surprise from me. And I actually was quite quite glad of it. I thought we, we said this in the, I can't remember if it was the podcast that Andy didn't turn up on or the video that Andy also didn't turn up on. But we said go with the, the original team that got us up here um so no surprise from me but i don't know about surprise from andy possible horror yeah it, I, i'm not a massive fan of uh, that front line because i think the one right, promote no i think right here and now i think yeah it's probably the right right two for tonight but if you want to stay in the premier league for any any time you're not going to have mcgoldrick and sharp up front and if anyone disagrees with me then write in Tweet in and let me know. But uh, point yeah. of view. Yeah, but t- tonight, yeah, I can't knock it. I can't knock it at all. Well, you, you did, were, we'll you were on constantly on text. Yeah, I, I, what I, good strikers do that to people, don't they? To pundits, <laughs> <laughs> they, they turn it on the pundits. You know, I did knock sharp in our private WhatsApp group. That again, you're sharing content. It's not pri- it's not private now. It's not private. In fact, I've got I've got some treats in store for later. You just wait. Yeah, no, but that's what Sharp does, isn't it? He, he proves you wrong. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, I was slightly worried when I saw that uh, old Snod Snoddygrass was in the uh, West Brom lineup because he normally does quite a bit of damage against us. He's crossing and scores against us for various teams, um, but he, he didn't actually do that much in the game. Uh, they're their new big lad up front. Uh, is it Diaby that they'd signed from Gal- Galatasaray? Or he might not have been Galatasaray, wherever they signed him from. Um, but they didn't play that guy that sounds like Dean and Agana, no. uh, which was disappointing. I, I am stealing that from uh, from Andrew and Ben's Blaze pod. Uh, Dean Nagana, is it? I think that's his name. Yeah, what a yeah. player. <laughs> Two foot price, so on. <laughs> They signed a few West Brom, though, haven't they? They signed Maitland, Maitland Niles, and a couple of others. So they'd kind of, whilst we sat on his hands and just said, "Oh, we're going what we've got," basically, while you've wasted the money that you had, uh, they they did sign a few, but obviously only one one star. They've got they've got horrendous owners, don't they? That probably have just bowed down to Allardyce. You know, 
they've clearly made a bad mistake getting rid of Bilic, bringing that dinosaur in, and I hope they go down because I despise him. Despise him? Despise is strong. I just dislike him. I just don't. I just don't have any time for him. I think he's a full-on shock jock, aren't he? Like Howard Stern of podcasts to just to stay relevant. He's feeling hey, threatened, isn't he? Come, come and take over from this jerk. <laughs> he's just anyway. I just find him, him a bit obnoxious and his style of football. No, I'd hard. agree with that. I'd agree. He is effective at kind of what he does, I suppose, and he has had success. He's a bit Warnock in that. You know, yeah, he has got teams up he's kept teams up um but he, he is a i don't know I, I think it was a poor move to go to billich i don't know what they expected billich to do you know they didn't give him much money um he's grubby isn't he? he's grubby and he's always got grubby teams i it just i, I called him salad uh, saladice by mistake <laughs> earlier which he's never like, seen a salad has he <laughs> exactly it's like what a mistake to make to make her. what a mistake in a maker <laughs> oh, oh, one for kids there. Hello, hello. Do we move on to the 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 football match? We were it. We're talking about it now. Uh, didn't start very well. I thought they they had a lot. A couple of you could see they had a couple of long throws, and they, they seemed to win a lot of the fifty fifties uh, early on. Um, and I, I don't know. We didn't seem really at it across across part first five or six minutes. I just thought, well, come on, this is a bit you know a game. We, we really need to be up for it. Um, and you know it didn't really happen. But then we had a, a decent chance that free kick uh, when Bogle kind of got forward and got fouled. And all I said, get it on target, get it on target, and he blazes it over the bar, which kind of set the scene for his night. I, I don't think he had a particularly good, good. Uh, I would say good game. He only played first half. No, terrible. Uh, yeah, the, the start we were just really, really slow, weren't we? Just slow to get going, and just the quality for the first five or ten minutes was shocking. There was, there was this bit right on about four or five minutes, where about four times in succession took it in turns to so just belt the ball as hard as we could at each other. You know, just like just thundering it against each other's shins from like point blank range, just like trying to clear it when they were both in midfield, and it was just I just thinking. This is going to be rubbish. They've come to play counter-attacking. We're slow as anything. And it just took ages to get going, didn't it? But yeah, that chance from Norwood. Crap. Robinson had a sort of break not long after that for them on the angle and he sort of pulled it wide. And then McGoldrick with a, a lovely bit of skill when he sort of fetched it out of the air and sort of turned and had a, and had a shot. Um, and we sort of grew into I think we did grow into the game from about 15 onwards in terms of taking over possession. But we had a lot of the ball, but it was very slow and deliberate. Um, what, what do you think, Andy, in terms of how, how we attack them? We, we just didn't seem to hurt them at all. A really bad defence and a bad team. I felt they had it relatively easy for the first half. It was frustrating me because we had a lot of the ball. We weren't holding it up, up, up top. And every time we did get a position, Fleck around that kind of inside 10 yards, 20 yards in, he was going wide to Bogle, who's got no left foot. He's every time coming back, and it's just like I don't. It just frustrated me the whole half, and I think Allardyce being that grubby type of manager didn't help. But uh, yeah, it just crap off, weren't it? It was just it, it very. We were we were like a pound shop Man City, weren't we? You know how they was yeah. boring, just knocking it about on on sort of when Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever whatever day it were. Um, it no, yeah, weren't it? We're weekend, weren't it? I don't even know what day it is anymore. Say your kids are taking piss, not turning up and doing anything. I just every day's a weekend for me. 
Um, yeah, Saturday, 3 p.m., um, when they were just knocking it sideways, Man City. We Yeah, we were just a, a crap version of that tonight at times in first half. Just so, so boring. We, we, I just don't think we're... Back in the sludge, weren't we? Back in yeah, the sludge. Back in the sludge. Um, Ampadu had a, a shot that was sort of saved, uh, and then Sharp had a sort of header wide. We had a few free kicks and a few moments, but nothing really happened, did he? We, I think they were quite happy for us to have it in front of them. We, we sort of moved it about a bit. No one really put the ball in. And I know they got two big centre-halves, but I was just like, let's just put a couple of balls in the box, see how they react, see if they can... You know, sometimes it'll drop or it'll come, but we weren't going to score from where, where we were playing. And uh, and I don't know, like they were set up for the counter and the goal was... Oh, I, I don't know what to say on the goal. Andrew, do you want to uh, discuss uh, your thoughts on the goal? Just Norwood. He, he's probably been warned probably 10, 20 times by Wilder this season, I bet, you know, not to shirk tackles like that. And you could see how furious he was after Wilder. You know, it shouldn't happen. You know, one or two times in a season, fair enough. But since lockdown, I bet that's about 10 times that's happened. Where Norwood's shirked a tackle and it's created a chance or a goal. And Can you blame for, for Sharp because he kind of, uh, the player yeah. got in front of him and just told, no, I'm, I'm going to give me a sec. I'm about to say on the goal, what what was key? Norwood lost the, 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 the 50 50 tackle. Um, but I do think that there was a few moments where, you know, their centre half got in front of Sharp. And then later on, on, on the, you know, when Ramsey made the save, their player got to it first, then their player got to it again. We, we were just we just lost the key the key moments. Uh, but you're right, Norwood losing the, the tackle. But how much space did Robinson have down that side again? And I don't know whether it's Basham or whether it's Baldock, but he had acres of space to, to kind of just drift inside and sort of get his shot away. Well, I think uh, they showed it a couple of times at half time, didn't they, about the way we were we were trying to get on front foot and we were leaving gaps. And Let's be honest, we, you play ball up towards Sharp and you think, right, we'll, we'll push forward now because even if even if ball comes back a bit, we, we're on front foot, ball's in their half, we played it into him, he added back to goal. You think, well, they probably started pushing up, didn't they? Because let's be honest, it was it was crap from Sharp to begin with. Really, Just really just lost it. Well, he just missed a chance before as well. I think he should have done a lot better with that header he had. He got, he got up and he got his full head on it and missed it and then it was pretty much straight from that. They... You know, goal kick, come straight back. Sharp should have controlled it, <clears throat> and I think we were just pushing up. But yeah, Norwood. It's it's for me. You can you can blame Ramsdale shouldn't have pushed it out. You can say defence were a bit slow, which I think at times we were. We we ran our heels a lot tonight at times um, until into the second half. But yeah, Norwood just has to make that tackle, I, and it doesn't happen. I think it's difficult with with Ramsdale because people are going on him again on on that to some degree, but. You know, he's got to make the so He's not going to, I don't think he's going to hold that shot, but I think the issue for me is he, he's kind of pushed it right centre. And I, I don't think the shot was hit that hard that he couldn't push it further out or, well, just do, do what he didn't do, basically. And he's pushed it right in the centre of goal. And then, to be fair, the, the save he's made in the second one is, is a good reaction save. He's not to know Ampadu's right behind him, could have just tried it away. I, I'm not, not going to have it. Obvious things to say, like my son is, he should have just left it and Ampadu could have cleared it, but he had to make the save there. You could see it happening. You were like a car crash. You could see it like a Moussa car crash. You see it like kind of the way it was going to happen is it would like drop in. It was oh, bloody hell. You watch, yeah. you watch football long enough, though. You, you, you get a feel, don't you? And as soon as uh, Norwood missed that tackle, I thought it's a goal there. 
yep. you just know it, don't you? Or, or you're going to miss a sitter. He needs he needs sorting out. You know, he's played well the last few games, but stuff like that at that level shouldn't be allowed to happen. Mm. If I, if he was on Championship manager, I'd be letting him rot in the reserves for a couple of weeks. That's what I'd do. Oh, that's why you're not a football manager, I think. But because <laughs> they don't have reserves anymore. Um, but but, but uh, no, we, we said this, I think, last week, week before, whenever that is, you know, when, when he came back and he were playing decent passes again and looking like he were controlling tempo and all that nonsense, we'd said we're still always going to be susceptible for teams that want to run through middle because with him as you sort of anchor man or whatever you want to call him. Um, it just, just falls down, then he? he sort of makes an apology of a tackle and because it's a, a sliding base tackle. He doesn't get the ball, but then he's out of game because he's just laying on floor. He's got, yeah, I agree. He's got a bit of an 80s rom-com main man look at the moment. You know, that <laughs> slick back haircut. He looks like an Andrew McCarthy or Rob Lowe. I think he's channeling that look. I can sympathise with shit lockdown air, though, to be honest, so... It's not a shit lockdown air, though. I, I like it. I think no one's got a good look. He just needs to tackle. <laughs> so we got to, well, half time came not, not that long after that. And I think I stomped off to the kitchen saying, that's it, we're down, sort of thing, or some, some sort of comment like that. But I, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that we were 45 minutes away from being relegated. Is that fair? Not mathematically, but we would, you know, if we'd lost that, that's that would have been it. I think this is now the sixth or seventh pod where you said we're definitely down, and this is bizarrely, this is one where you're saying we're not definitely down. You're saying we could have been saying we're definitely down, but yeah, there's been there's been moments, haven't there? But this is one where yeah, that every, everyone's pulling away from us then, and it's just it, too much. We had to. Well, if we'd have come on and we'd have lost say one nil or two one or whatever. We'd have just sat here and said, season's done. And I don't think anyone could have really argued with that. I you two made a really good point a few months ago. It's just keep ticking off these milestones, you know, not be the worst Premier League club, uh, which we've equaled Derby now, aren't we? 11 points. Better goal difference as well. Yeah, so next game, Chelsea, see how we get on. Next game, see how we get on. And then start thinking about it. For now, I think we're down, but we're doing all right. Yeah, it's an improvement, and I'm watching games now. I mean, I've got to say, I think it was an absolutely abysmal game, like quality-wise. It was exciting in that there was action and things happening, but it was an awful game between two really poor sides. I thought in terms of quality, but uh, what I will say is, second half, uh, he, he took Norwood off, put McBurney on, which I liked. You know, McGoldrick in the hole and. And it put him under pressure that there was going to be another another player up front that was going to rough them up a bit. And I don't think McBurney was great. They were saying, oh, he's changed the game. I don't think his performance changed the game, but I think just the the kind of the, the way we set up and the fact we you know we wanted to get the ball in the box a bit more just just led to chances and, and, and moments. Uh, and it was it was one way traffic really from pretty much the, the start of the second half. Uh, we had. You know, we, we got the ball for Bogle had a half chance. Basham was, you know, we'll, we'll talk about him, I'm sure, in detail. But I thought he just, his attitude, cavalier, I think I would describe him. You called him a Trojan, Andrew, I think, in the uh, text. I did. <laughs> well, he is, isn't he? He's just a, an absolute Blades legend. You know, I remember going to crew with you two five, six years ago, whenever he signed him. He was, he was horrendous. The last and, away and... game, Andy. <laughs> Oh, here we go. And for that, and for that, for the guy to turn it round as much as he has, he's he's 
just brilliant. And he's up there with the top five blades for me in my lifetime. But I, I said it in a pod, I think, last year, is that I think he's our most creative player in, in the way that he just drives and, and changes games and sets the tempo. And for me, that's creativity that no other player gives at, at, at the Blades at the moment. He's, he's the, the true captain of the club for me because he's, he's, he's a defender and he's the one that you look to quite, at times for the past probably three, four years that things aren't going well for us. He's the one that just picks us up by its gruffer neck and just drives us on, which is ridiculous for a defender, isn't it? That we, we've not seen as much of that from him, though, this season. And that little run he does that we spoke about before, he runs forward, stops a bit, then runs forward, stops a bit, <laughs> runs forward. But there was some great skill from him. I mean, the, the goal which came, I think, about 55th minute. Um, and fair play to Sharp, he put the ball in the box, which caused problems. Just a first-time cross that, you know, they weren't set because all the first half, we were just allowing him to get back and get in the positions. They didn't clear it properly. Bash got on it. Sort of got in a good position, then did a, a cry turn backwards, which was, I'm not quite sure where he was going after that, but uh, fair play to Bogle. Just took over and just buried it. Uh, really good finish. Yeah, Bash. He's <laughs> it, it's like, it's, it's that hybrid player, isn't it? You know, I remember when Adkins played him at right wing back? Mm. That was the first time I saw a player in him. He can just play that positions, can't he? He's just—he's such a good guy. Not just a good player, a good guy. A good guy. That's why he's one of my favorite favorite Blades players. Definitely. No, he's uh, yeah, like like Dave says. I don't know what he was doing on goal. He just sort of reached a point, <laughs> and he just thought, oh, "I'll turn. I'll go back all the way now because I can't go any further this way." And but he just—he didn't. He never looked like losing it. It—it it, it got into that flow, and I think it was it just after this when he did that juggle over someone's head and then beat two men and then, and then just absolutely welled it at McBurney and he did well to keep it in. Um, but it's just, I just love the man. It, it just, it was in that flow where you can just give him ball and he can just look on the verge of falling over in a heap, but he just carries it, carries it. And just ball under his close control for a big guy. Like, he hasn't got a low centre of gravity, but he, he just seems to keep that ball. It's like on a string. Slalom. Like a skier. He's still... He's still really criticised by uh, opposing fans. I've got a few Wednesday mates and they're always like, I don't know how Basham can play in the Premier League, you know. But for people that watch him all the time, he's he's he's, a, he's got lots of ability as well as yeah. the fittest player in the club, probably. So He's, he's, he's a proper... Like, well, we said, you've just said it now. We said it in the chat earlier. We've said it quite well for the last two or three years. He's a proper Sheffield United player and, a, and he's, a, he's a legend. He's like, he's what you want in a Sheffield United player. 100% effort, um, like never say die, proper leader, but he's just got a lot more quality than people give him credit for, which is which has been Sheffield United all over for like on and off for years and years that we don't just don't get the credit they deserve. And he's just... Top and, man. and after the after the goal, um, I felt again it was kind of one way traffic. We we you know, Fleck, who again I thought you know we not everything came off for him, but he, he a bit like Bash, he, he kind of led the fight. He was always looking for the ball. He never hit again Fleck tonight. So some things didn't come off, but he kept driving. He got a few crosses in. There was that one chance where Fleck did really well on the left, crossed it. McBurney took forever to get his shot away, and then Lundstrom did same. Like she did it like. They got a few bodies in the way, and then I think Fleck had a shot at the keeper, uh, and it, it looked like we were going to get the next goal. But then they had that that break; they're not being in our half at all. And a, a lovely ball by uh, Matt Phillips, and I thought it was a goal. I'd given it up; like I thought he was in, and 
fantastic save. I, I know he may have been offside, but what a save that was. Amazing. Yep. Brilliant. Did, did it? Was it definitely because they never showed replay? And I thought it might have been Basham that got the touch because he went steaming in, didn't he? But it, yeah, unbelievable save. Um, regardless whether they were offside or not, uh, they were a bit of dithering again and uh, trying to play it line or not play it line. I think Egan dropped in and did look a bit ropey. But yeah, I mean, he's he's you can see his confidence growing all the time, um, Ramsdale. And yeah. That, Fantastic save. And I think psychologically after that, it kind of, I don't know, I think it was a big moment in the game. And I know it might not have counted, but the fact that he'd saved it, they didn't know whether it was offside at the time. Uh, And we just went again. um, And we had, you know, a few more sort of crosses and Fleck again. Lowe Lowe actually didn't have a bad second half. Lowe? I know we're going to be quite. Lewis. Oh, sorry. Max Lewis. Max Lewis. (laughs) New lad. Old I tell you what, uh, how bad was it? Like it was like the world was ending for Spackman. It was literally, you know, we talk about these commentators finding new ways to how bad we were. It was just like they're going to have to win it. At one point, he said they're going to need thirty-eight points to stay up, which clearly we won't. And he pretty so. much said that we're going to have to win every game. So it was <laughs> such doom. It was like the world was ending. It's so like, and well, they've not scored many, and that's the problem. They've not done this. They've not the the useless pessimistic. You know what they say: once a blade, always a blade. <laughs> He's never been the same as he since he left us. Spackers. He needed Willie Donaghy as commentator, I think. That's what it would be. had a better impact tonight. <laughs> oh, dear. But, yeah. Where's he? Does he normally do commentary? Just came from nowhere. They wheel him out every now and again. Don't I think he's one of them freelance ones. I think he's popped up on Sky a few times as well, hasn't he? It's like when they're scraping barrel and it's like, who can we get that can be asked to go to this he, game? He, he's, a, he's a specialist in 20th versus 19th <laughs> in the league. They bring him out. Bring Spackers out. Two worst teams in the league. He's here. Well, yeah, it weren't particularly... I know we're crap, but God, how many times did he have to say how crap we were? But, uh, yeah, old Max, Max Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did all right, though. You're right. I think Max, uh, when he come on first half... Oh, he made thought, that mm, touch. For, he just kicked yeah. it straight to him, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. He oh. got on the end of one of... Flex that lovely trademark pass of his on the left channel where he, yeah. he somehow threads it through and then to the fullback and I thought, go on, Flecky, good old Jimmy. Oh yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Fleck. Although why, I've got to call Wild out on that. Uh, I think someone said it on Twitter saying he's gone back to Glasgow, played Island League, but Glasgow's clearly not in the Island League, so his jokes. Oh, come on, <laughs> who pours over jokes for like statistical football inaccuracies? That's ridiculous. It's a good gag. Been listening to us. Gone back to London. Good the game. Welsh good, game. <laughs> good gag. I said, not good game. Oh. Good gag. <laughs> Dearing me. All right. Gone. Oh, gone. Anyway, um, we, yeah, we kept we kept going, and then obviously McBurnie, sorry, Brewster was going to come on for, for Sharp, and at that point, Sharp had done, a, you know, he put the cross in, he looked a bit better than the first half where he was not in the game, but I, I wasn't, didn't have a big problem with Sharp being, uh, you know, coming off at that point for, for Brewster, but then obviously uh, he, he stayed on. Um, I think Bogle had just had a shot deflected over with some decent football, and and the goal came from Fleck and Basham. Our best two players uh, linking down the right. Really good cross by Basham into that danger area. Egan 
I thought it was going to be a foul last week because I thought he'd had his foot, but obviously the player had dug low and it weren't a foul. Um, and it fell for Sharp and great finish. Um, Stabbed it, Andrew, didn't he? Uh, what, do you want to talk through the, the finish? Because I know you've 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 obviously been uh, critical of Billy. Oh, come on. I've, I've never knocked him for his finishing. It's his ability to play in the Premier League consistently. <laughs> Surely his finishing is part of that. It is, and, and as I've said, he's proved me wrong tonight, and he might prove me wrong many more times, and good on him. He is one of my favourite ever plays. Let's get that on the record. But yeah, he's there, weren't he? Jimmy on the spot. That's <laughs> awkward, Jimmy. Good now. finish outside of his right foot. <laughs> Jimmy Hill. <laughs> yeah, no, good finish. Great finish. Was it about, uh, about how long left? About 15 minutes? I yeah, think. about a quarter of an hour left. I, mean, I was were, I were just thinking, there's too much time. It's <laughs> going too early. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're thinking to score, aren't we? We kept going forward for five minutes after that, and now we're like, good, go for the jugular, get the third, because they've gone. I, they're a lousy side. Some, some of their play second half, they were just kicking it out under no pressure. I was like, surely we can beat these. If we can't beat these, like, well, we deserve, well, we deserve to go down because I, I, I thought they looked a shocking side. Really yeah, they did. Side. Just te- poor, poor play. Just as you, I think you text, didn't you? Like there was one bit where Allardyce were absolutely fuming because they'd not done a long throw. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, <laughs> that's the level of that team that they just. It's just so percentage, isn't it? Just kick it. Hand in on him and, and Guy took a short throw and he was like fuming, like, get it in box, what are you doing with the long throws at this? But uh, yeah, and then, and so we, we were all right for sort of five minutes and then it got to 84, 85 and it was like, which gave a couple of bookings away where I think Ampadu lost it and Fleck did a good foul where he fetched yep. that man down and then McGoldrick did it and they were like, what are we doing here? Because they were good fouls in a way but they were going to just lump it forward, weren't they, for... You know, they've got some big lads, uh, you know, set plays and throw-ins. And we had another foul throw. Yeah, game of throw-ins again. Um, couldn't believe it. Like, <laughs> Linesman flagging furiously. We were, we were well well impressed to get him. I don't think it was for uh, hands as well. Put over, weren't it? Over the line. Yeah. That's three foul throws in, a, in two games. Foul throw watch. I think the refs have had a, must have had a directive because there's been a lot of foul throws this season. Not just the blades. Yeah, definitely. And quite right, because it's it's frustrating, isn't it? Mm. But you make you make a good point, Dave, about going for the jugular after getting a going in the lead. And I think we don't do enough of that mm. because our defence can't hold on for 10, 15 minutes of concerted pressure. No. And I think you've just got to do it, haven't you? See if you can get that third. Yeah, I, I don't I mean I don't think there was concerted pressure, but I think they would they were naturally going to go back because they were putting balls in the box and then last Three or four minutes, they, they had a few. I don't think they had any. I can't remember any clear chance. I think the Pereira had that one that sliced wide. Uh, and then you got to three minutes stoppage time. I've, we've got to mention that control by Burke, by the way. He stopped oh. it quite a different forward. I mean, he gave a stupid foul away. Well, he, 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 he took it out of the sky beautifully into their half and then proceeded to run back to our half and lose it. <laughs> Never mind that. Uh, and then they, I think Basham gave a free kick away when Lundstrom just ducked under ball for no reason and uh, Bash had obviously been brilliant and then gave that away and he was like here we go and uh, when that ball came decent free kick came in Ramsdale was sort of stuttering forward coming back and then sort of it dropped and I thought oh where's it going to drop here a bit of a scramble then I just saw it kicked away and I was like that's it 
they've done it and uh, it blew up for full time. Big relief, yeah. It, but it would it would doom boy Spackers again, weren't it? Oh, yes, my man of the match, Chris Basham, he's been exceptional. And he just went straight <laughs> through him, didn't it? A free kick in a bad area. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Good on, yeah, Spack- Good on Spackers, though, because a lot of the pundits get the man of the match wrong a lot of the time. Yeah, just the score or the easiest option, keeper. But uh, yeah, Basham was spot on, weren't he? He was, our man of the- he was the man of the match by a mile. Easily. Yeah. Giveaway ending at the pod- podcast there, even probably, but <laughs> you can switch match, off man. now. Good night. <laughs> um, but over the, over the game, I, I think we deserve to win. I- I don't oh, think it was a good game. Without a doubt. Um, I, I, you know, we had more of the ball in the first half. It looked a bit punchless. This obviously did us with the sucker punch. But for the, for the most of the game, you know, we, we were the better team of two poor sides. We put more pressure on, got the ball in the box. I think we had probably more chances. Um, and, I, yeah, I think 2-1 was probably about about right over can the I, game. And, uh, can I ask you a question how you define a, a poor side, Dave? Yeah, because you say this a lot, two poor sides today. But last week you were saying how good we were against Man U. So, are we a poor side or were we poor tonight? Um, I think we've been a poor side over the season. If you look at that league table, we're we're bottom and they're second bottom. So that was the evidence would be overwhelming that they are two poor sides. And I think looking at the game as a contest, they weren't particularly. I didn't watch it and think, oh, there's some great football here. It was a lot of scrappy stuff. We played a few pockets of stuff, and we did great last week at Man U. Fantastic performance, but every poor team can have a, a great performance. I think we're better than West Brom. I know we're slightly below them in the table, but I think we're, we are, I think, quite a bit better than them. Um, but it wasn't a good game, and you can't say either side of a oozing quality watching that. Good answer. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> These, that were a bit. Bit proper that answer. Do people tune in for that, or do they tune in for me doing an impression of David Dickinson that turns into Jimmy Savile? I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I know what I'd rather have. I'd rather have you, <laughs> no, I, I, I think you're doing us a bit of a disservice tonight. I think second half we were, we were, uh, we weren't good, obviously, but we were a lot better, and we, we were sort of probing, and we, with some of them not playing particularly well. Um, we weren't hitting the heights, were we? Some, some of them were. There were a few misplaced because even McGoldrick, I love, I love the man, but like first half especially, he would he would try in his his usual stuff, but some of his passes weren't quite on it, and it were it, it, they were all sort of just a little bit off pace to begin with, and for him to then grow into game second half and pull themselves up as they did, I know we're going to say, oh, Basham's the, you know, he he pulled us up single-handedly and, and did all that. Commentators went for easy option and said, oh, it's since McBurney came on. But I think it's simpler than that. And the fact that we, we took Norwood off and it, him slowing us down stopped happening. And we just we just moved moved through sort of but, but I compartments think all quicker. The, all the players showed a lot of bravery second half. Even like like I said, Lowood had a few bad touches first half. But fair play to him. He kept going. He kept going down the left. Bogle, same down the right. I think everybody played further up the field. Like we almost kind of moved up a little bit as a team. And yep. um I just think they did show from bravery tonight because it would have been easy just to have gone under after conceding that goal. You know, such pressure on them second half, knowing the season were basically out there. It, it was gone. Hanging by uh, a thread. And several players stepped up. And I, I, just, I thought Basham and Fleck just embodied it for me with their drive, get on the ball, don't hide, keep going. And even when things didn't come off, they kept going, they kept looking for it, they kept trying to make things happen. 
Um, so yeah, well, well done, United. Yeah, I, I don't know when the last time we were losing at half time and end up winning. Definitely in the Premier League, I can't think of one. It's a good, it's a good question. You should have come on with that stat, Dave. I set you up there. Norwich away last December. I'm going to throw off the top of my head. That's the one. In, that's the one in my <laughs> throw off. <laughs> Sorry. It's quite a trick to do it off the top of his head as well. Yeah, it is. Mind seeing that. Yeah. Well done, Blades. Yeah. Good on you. Good, good second half performance. Key, key things bubbling as well, doesn't it? Because like I say, I know we've said it, if they'd have lost tonight, you'd have just been, it's just all a bit, you know, it's gone kind of thing. And now, and now you know, it's a, and the fact we're winning a few games, you know, if you look at the form and take those cup games into it, well, we'd won four out of the last six, is it? Seven? I think, thinking before we logged on, the one thing that upset me about two months ago is, Mark text, I think, something about what we're going to call ourselves when Wilder gets sacked or resigns, the Tufty Club. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, we could lose Wilder here. And even if we go... <laughs> what you cared about? You're not worried yeah. about losing Wilder or no. going down. What we're going to change the name yeah. of Allardyce Club. That could have been that, couldn't it? But the fact now that we're probably going to go down, but we're not going to be completely embarrassed, I don't think. And, and, and Wilder's going to keep his job. And have a chance oh, next year. It's a podcast or United, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it seems as though we're going to keep Wilder. He's going to go next season. We're going to have a good go at what, wherever we are. And that's, for me, from where we were two months ago, yeah. is a, a massive win. Totally agree. Yep. Thank yeah, you. It's, I'm just really impressed by how they've, from being rock bottom, just gradually played the way into confidence and form and stuff like that. Because it would have been just, I don't know about easy, but just for him to sort of keep, hide and you know because a few didn't a few were just constantly trying to pull us up Basham and I know Dave don't like him but Lundstrom never hides for me you know when midfield were largely anonymous he was still pushing and they were just but there were so few of them but yeah they've all they're all back getting towards where they were and it's yeah it's brilliant I, I don't think we owe Fleck an apology and you know, I heard his press conference this week about him having a, a snap a snap Broken bone back. in his back or something and me, we're all saying he's like Jimmy Fleck from Romarsh. And he's clearly been badly injured and now he's, he's back in it. So I think all Blades need to calm down with the negativity against certain players other than... You're other just than... absolutely pan Norwood. You've, on text tonight, you've gone for sharp constantly. <laughs> now you're saying, come on, lads, get behind it. That beer's player. kicking in, isn't it? That first beer <laughs> since... It, he's, he's gone, yeah. He could have gone one of two ways. He could have gone morose or he could have gone, I love you guys. I'm out. <laughs> I'm getting a taxi into town in a bit. Let's see where it's open. <laughs> King, kingdom open. <laughs> you break in if you want. <laughs> uh, remember those times when we used to go out? They were good times, weren't they? I barely remember them. We'll be coming up to anniversary at last time, won't we? In what month and a half? They've yeah, not well. seen each other in person uh, for uh, almost a year. Yeah, March the seventh. Uh, yeah, not even a month and a half, is it? A month and a bit. Ridiculous. So we've got Chelsea. Uh, some, we've got some really crappy fixture times next few weeks. I had a look the uh, other day. Like loads of it, like Sunday nights, Monday night. I think it's Sunday night Chelsea. Is it West Ham on a Monday night? Liverpool on a Sunday? They, they're not great. They're not very attractive fixtures. They're bad enough, these tea time ones, where you've got to rush your tea to watch it. 
I don't mind these tea time ones. If it, I, I can I can take that straight from work straight into it. Gives us time to do this after. It's not end at world, but Sunday night, absolutely rubbish. So he sent out Premier League, banning us, fixtures at that time. Where, where are you going to stop? Shame uh, Lampard's still not there, because I think I think we'd had more of a chance, but they've got that new uh, manager bounce, haven't they? A little bit, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Oh, it's the name of the manager, Kate's joke this, but he sounds like a children's toy again. What's his name? Tommy Tuchel. <laughs> yeah, it does a bit actually. Yeah, never, never thought about that. Get it back on podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. Is there anything else we, we we would like to say about uh, United football, the world? Well, just the look at what you could have won. Um, going back to Bullseye, that people were at genuinely, and I've started going on that forum a bit more, the S two four SU forum. And there were genuinely calls for us to get Allardyce over Wilder about two months yeah. ago, weren't they? And uh, and I hope they've been watching tonight and just thinking, Jesus Christ, what a, what a lucky escape that would have been if he, if Wilder had walked and you know Allardyce was the man in the frame because, like we say, they are just a he's just a grubby man in it. He just plays just crap football, and even their players have started to look. They look like baddies out of films, don't they? A lot of them. They just like. I don't know. Like you. Like you. Like me, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone looks like me. We've been through that, haven't we? But they all just, yeah, they, they just look like criminals, a lot of them. Great <laughs> kit, though. I'll give them oh, lovely kit. Very reminiscent of Battle of Bramall Lane. I was wearing red socks as well and stuff like that. It, I, I've noted that down, actually, in my notes before I came on the pod. <laughs> uh, West, West Brom's both two kits. Just, the colours are just iconic. I think they're brilliant. Blue and white. No, forget that. <laughs> I think West Brom's own kit is, is really, really solid. And I think it has been all when Regis were playing up front for him and stuff, oh. and Robson in midfield. Yeah. What a kit. <laughs> get, get Devlin back on here. Let's do a pod on West Brom. <laughs> West Brom's kit through the years. <laughs> yeah. But even that, sometimes I'm not sure what's their own kit, whether it's the yellow and green or the blue and white. Definitely blue and white. Blue and white and. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. You, you, you're not the uh, West thing. Brom kit expert you thought you were. <laughs> I used grounding in the, in the country, though. In the world, where that can in be. In the country, good start. It is a very good start. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't think there's anything else really to, to, to add, is there? We've, uh, we've won again. It's becoming a bit of a... You know, it's coming, like we're just coming on every week, so we've lost, we've lost. It's depressing, and it's nice to be a bit more buoyant and well, you know, positive. It, well, it's it's becoming habit. In fact, it is Groundhog Day today, isn't it? Second of February, it's just Groundhog just day, another yeah. two-one win. Wake wake up to just another two-one win every day. Yeah, it's a shame we'd not just got eked out a few more points early in the season. I know you, you can't change that. You know what I mean? Just won one or two of those games in the season because we would be right in it. And I think I'd give us a chance, but it, it's going to be really tough still because even the games coming up, you know, they've got they've got some hard games, even like Chelsea and West Ham away. The, the tricky ones, but if we can, you know, if we can keep keep going on the way we are, I think there's definitely points to be had. Keep ticking off them games. Here we go. Anyway, anyway is there any point doing man of the match? The we've, we've done it. It's Chris Basham. Uh, Christopher Steve Basham. Well, this is it because. Oh, sorry. I, well, while I were waiting for Andy to be ready for pod, I had a quick look through our group chat about just for the word Basham. 
the first mention um, is obviously when we signed him. Um, and it's from David Beden. Another Webster lookalike is how he starts it. So, which I've not actually got him in the in my lookalike list. So I'm going to add him now. I'm, I'm proud to add that one. New signing, Steve Basham. So you started it. You, you know. <laughs> Steve Basham. Absolutely. But it's just a catalogue of us slagging him off for yeah. for a good couple of years. Like <laughs> you, you go through if you you delete the messages, don't you? But don't you just, tweet about anything else. Don't touch how are you? Just slagging Basham off to you. Constantly. Here we go. 30th of August 2014. Mr. A Womble. I'm settling in. PS, I'll show my knackers if Basham ever scores higher than a six all season. <laughs> Obviously talking about the right. DB's right, match report. Come on, cut it off now, Mark. Come so, on. It, no, what I'm saying is. What a man! It's it's like it's epitomised uh, what's happened to this last few scenes, this last well few weeks of him just pulling themselves up and getting back into it. He he started, he didn't look anything, did he? And he's he's just a blades legend now. Probably one of my favourite blades ever, if not the favourite. Yeah, he is us, isn't he? Basham is us. He's all of us. He's what all of us. What a man, Bash. Bash went off later. Cut. <laughs>